Hello, friends, and welcome to the podcast. This episode is sponsored by Gugu.jp. Get a great night's sleep with a comfortable and affordable Gugu mattress. Discount code later in the podcast. This episode, I have a really fun conversation with Masako Yamamura. Masako is president of My Solutions, her own company specializing in leadership and communication skills training. Prior to starting her own business, she honed her experience at big international brands such as Coach, Hyatt, Gap, and the Mandarin Oriental. Thus, her fields of expertise are the retail and hospitality industries, the very areas where I, too, have a lot of passion. We share a very enlightening conversation from a Japanese perspective about omotenashi and how it could save the world, the real motivational factors for Japanese staff, cultural differences in hospitality expectations, it's not what you might think, and the future of today's Japanese youth, and how going to a fortune teller both changed and reaffirmed her outlook on life and career. If you have interest in retail or hospitality in Japan, you will definitely enjoy this in-depth conversation with Masako Yamamura. You've never worked for a Japanese company, have you? I have. My first company was was local, local oh, was real estate company okay. who happened to be the owner of Hyatt Hotels. And that's how I changed my career. Okay. But you didn't put what? that company on LinkedIn, though. On your LinkedIn profile, you didn't put Start your first... Start with Hyatt, right? Start with Hyatt, right. Maybe the first company that I used to work for has, has not much international exposure. Yeah. I don't, I don't mean to hide it, but it no. really doesn't you know, sound you. any big right. bell to anybody. That's, that's the reason why. And nobody looks at your LinkedIn profile and says, oh, wow, she's worked for herself, has her own <laughs> company for 10 years, worked for Coach, <laughs> Director of Human Resources at Mandarin, Mandarin Orient, Oriental Hotel. But you have to check my profile quite carefully. My tenor, my, 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 <laughs> my experience in Mandarin Oriental, Tokyo, was yeah. so limited. Yeah, it was and a- it ends before the opening, so... Oh, that, see, that I didn't know. Uh-huh. That I didn't know. Uh-huh. I did notice that it was only a year and a half, but... Yep. Yeah. I just put that down. I mean, this is not a job interview, so. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. But the funny but, thing is that I, I said my time in Mandarin Oriental Tokyo was really, really difficult because I wasn't, right now, I can say, I can clearly say that I wasn't qualified to the position at the time. I still am not qualified for the, the position of the hu- director of human resources because yeah. I don't know much. I didn't know much about pension benefit those those sorts of package things that yeah. I only know a lot about opening and training right after I left Mandarin Oriental for quite a long time I didn't I couldn't tell anyone that I used to work for Mandarin Oriental so that well at the time I thought that that was my biggest failure in my life do you you don't still feel that no not Wait. anymore not okay. anymore that experience made me who I am right now. So I, after I left Monday Oriental, I realized that I'm, I'm not an HR person, I'm not a training person. Yeah. So that's Definitely. the reason why I could get the job at coach after mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. And that's 
why well, I'm here. I, I figured out your company name. Mm-hmm. My, my solutions, solutions. and Thank and I always again. wondered why my <laughs> was capitalized, and you know I'm not a great detective or anything, but I did figure it out. Masako Yamamura. Yes, that's it. Why my solutions? That's right. You've been doing it for ten years. Yes, that's right. This is my ten. Your anniversary year. Wow, 10 Yay! years. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank Cheers you, thank to that. Yeah. But if you don't quit or if you don't stop, you will hit 10-year mark. Right. <laughs> That's, That's a true story. <laughs> and how's your business going? Oh, it's just, I'm doing great, I have to say. Explain a little bit what is my solutions. My solution is not my solution, but I want all the participants of my training or my consultation what's the best way to do certain things. So sometimes I give the, the answer or solution, but instead of doing it, my hope or my ultimate goal is that I want them to figure it out what's the best solution for themselves through my session. So that's wow, the okay. reason why I come up with this name. I like it. Mm-hmm. But what is the core, what are you teaching? What is your core business? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I used to work as uh, the corporate trainer for the, the retail company and the hotel industry. Right. So uh, beginning of my, my company's history, majority of the job I have been doing is the retail training for the retail, tra- uh, retail staff. Right. So how to sell the product to the customer yep. was most of my, my business or the, my, most of my, my content of the training. But recently, I have a lot of requests from many companies that uh, they want me to train how to be the good leader or mm-hmm. how to be the good managers so that they can train their own people to be the great sales associate or the great staff. Train the trainer. Train the trainer. In a in a way, but train the leaders or train the managers because a trainer trainer is more toward the trainers, departmental trainers, okay. more like a technical way how to how to conduct the training or how to well, design the training. How to be the leader is more sometimes so conceptual. Right. Sometimes it's more like on a journey to figure it out. Are all of your customers? corporate clients or do you do just generalized seminars also 100% of my clients are the corporate how many co- how many corporate clients do you have well, that's 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 the question I received so many times so that I, I can't count or I really? don't I don't count because some of the companies well call me right uh, two years after oh, the last okay. seminar okay. and some of the company will ask me to come back every month so okay. So when somebody, when a company contacts you, mm-hmm. do they want, do they retain you for a month or six months, or is it just a one-off or two-off? It, two really, off it or really depends. It really depends. But recent, uh, right now, I have a two retainer contract with mm-hmm. two retail companies. But okay. some of the, that's very interesting things is happening recently. The people from one comp, one clients got a job in another company and six months or one year later they call me and there is sure. no training system is in here so why don't you come here to do whatever you have done in my previous workplace and why not exactly so, so my my clients is expanding what 
every time they change their career path. Sure, it's referral, referral, referral. business is the best. One, yeah, 100% referral. Well, I mean, people always want to stick with what they know mm -hmm. and what they trust mm -hmm. and what brought them success. Mm -hmm. You you got your start in the hotel industry, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. So you know hospitality industry as well? Uh, yes. What could the retail industry learn from the hospitality industry? Well, to be really, really honest with you, not much. <laughs> oh, really? Really. I'm surprised. But... I realized it's vice versa. I mean, the other way around. The hospitality industry learns so much from retail industry. For example? For example, uh, first of all, hospitality industry staff level, I mean, even the managers doesn't have any sense of numbers. Not much official target. Mm -hmm. For example, this bar has targeted 300,000 yen today so what are you going to do to achieve this target there is not such a meeting or briefing like this uh, hospitality industries so they could learn so much from retail industry so that the hospitality industry doesn't doesn't they don't have to chase the numbers all the time but of course it's a company or the business it's business so they have to hit the target or the goal otherwise it doesn't exist doesn't the general manager of a hotel look at all his departments? For example, the restaurant, F&B, mm -hmm. food mm -hmm. and beverage. Then there's the spa that mm -hmm. you just mentioned. Of yes, course, there's yes. the rooms. There's maybe a souvenir shop. Don't they put all those numbers together? Mm -hmm. and of course, of course. Yeah. General manager manage everything. So he's, he's the king of mm. the kingdom. So he sees everything. And usually the general manager used to work as a, as a staff of reception or, or the food and beverage right. so they pay so much attention to the great detail mm -hmm. so they, they you know they usually touch the face of the surface of the furniture and right. ooh this is so clean or this is so unclean that's check for dust yeah and they are so how can I say micromanagers I see and they of course have to check the uh, numbers as well but they don't give specific action to motivate the staff to chase the numbers. It's, it's, it's not a duty or it's not the painful thing. It's more like kind of fun and exciting things to hit the target sure. as a group. That's what I have learned from the retail sure. industry. So that's why I love to work with retail people mm -hmm. right now. Uh, well, the retail people train the, train the staff for, to drive the business. But uh, the, the hospitality industry train the people to behave, right? To make the customer comfortable or never be angry. <laughs> yeah, I. So the uh -huh. hospitality they train people like behavior and mm -hmm, attitude mm -hmm. to make somebody attitude, feel yes. feel comfortable and happy. Yes, yes, yes. Whereas in retail training, mm -hmm. the focus is more on product knowledge. Mm -hmm. And sales skill. Oh, yes. Upselling skill. Upselling, cross-selling, etc. Yes, yes. But one of my big things mm -hmm. is that I believe mm -hmm. that hospitality in the retail mm -hmm. industry is mm -hmm. something that can set you apart from your competitor. Mm -hmm. We've all been to a store mm -hmm. where, we had, where we've interacted with a salesperson mm -hmm. that they were fantastic. Mm -hmm. They made, made us feel good. They had great product knowledge. They were perfect at upselling. They sold on 
value over price, mm. on benefit over function, hospitality over service, and all these things, right? And you're like, yeah. wow, you're happy that you mm-hmm, bought them. Mm-hmm. I want all of my salespeople mm-hmm. in my stores mm-hmm. to be like that. I want them to sell more emotionally mm-hmm. than mm-hmm. technically. Mm-hmm. I totally agree with you. That's that's a motivation of purchase for most of the people, right? Including me. So I, I purchase the things not because the things or the item is great, but because of the experience itself is amazing with the certain people. Yeah. So in that way, the recently not many retail staff has great interpersonal skill. They do or they do not. They do not. They do not. Even even high-end brands, they are suffering hiding, finding the great people with the great interpersonal skill or providing great experience, I mean, shopping experience. And the customer doesn't have to purchase on a particular day, but they could go home with the great memory, amazing experience. So that they that will drive the customer come back to the store eventually. That's what I sell tell my store managers too. Yeah, but but the hotel industry is not 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 successfully done that part, unfortunately. Especially the hotel. Most of the people pick the hotel either location, the frequent travelers program. So not because of the the, the service. They choose it because of the points. They want points, to get points. Yes. Or location. But hotels like Four Seasons, mm-hmm. Ritz Carlton, Mandarin Oriental, Mandarin Oriental I mean Peninsula, right? You named them all. Those mm-hmm. are they pride themselves on oh, yeah. being the best of the best and yes. offering yes. the best level of service and hospitality. Does that not resonate with some customers and build loyalty through that? Mm-hmm. If you go abroad, maybe you will have totally different experience in in this garden four seasons or Mandarin Oriental. But in Japan, not many people surprise me in a good way. So even in so-called high five-star hotels, they just deliver the food, right? Deliver the drink, and they check in, check out. So is it a cultural thing then? Why is the experience at a Four Seasons Hotel, according to what you're saying, uh-huh. whether it's in Bali mm-hmm. or it's in Chicago mm-hmm. or it's in or London. Even in, even in Hong Kong. Or even in Hong Kong. It's why amazing. is it better there than, or let's say maybe different? Mm-hmm. Why is it different there <laughs> than it is in Tokyo? Whenever I speak with the, the, the training manager in the hotel industry, they said that the but unfortunately, in Japan, there are so many other industries pay much better than hotel industry. So that the people who has been working in hotel industry is now moving out to another industry. So that they are losing great people right now because of the payroll right. and also the their scheduling. They are twenty four seven business and more and more people's expectation. So for example, working in a five-star hotel, that gives bigger pressure, but they don't pay well, so. Maybe my guest experience standard is getting lower and lower. (laughs) Well, I used to work for for Hyatt, very first hotel experiences Hyatt, uh, in my, my hometown, Fukuoka. 
and uh, I, that was my first opportunity to work with the group of specialists. And one of the group of people who I love was working with the bartenders. They are creative and crazy people. Yep. They pretend that they are the finest looking guys, but in the back, in a, you know, you know, stalking room or the break room, they're a group of, how can I say, crazy guys or crazy boys from high school or something like that. Yeah. But they always said that if the guest says, Sima say, it's your failure, it's my failure. Because part of it is, and this is another Japanese word I like to use, is mm-hmm. kukiyoyomu. Mm. Mm-hmm. So bartenders really need to read the air. Mm-hmm. I used to be a bartender. Oh, and yeah. I loved ah, being a bartender. That's why you are so keen about the, the behavior of the bar people here. Oh, very much. <laughs> Number one, because this mm-hmm. is not a cheap place, but it's, it's not oh, just yeah. about what you pay, but it's about creating you know, an any, experience. Any, any food and beverage outlet should do so do, I, do check upon I, everything. I, and if you say, I really yeah. hate that the bell. Yeah. Ping pong. It's a sign that they give up to give the better service or the good service or good hospitality. And what I was told <laughs> is that it's impolite in Japan. Mm. It's impolite for the waiter to come over to until just. you say sumimasen. <laughs> but in this case, it's different because we've already started ordering. Oh, yeah. Here, I think it might just, just to give them the benefit of the doubt, uh-huh. maybe that they see that we're recording. Right, maybe they right. think that so they don't they want are, to bother interrupting. us. That's 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 Fair ah, enough, you're so sweet. <laughs> you're too sweet. But the look on his face was a bit. Yeah. What? No, what do you want? Yeah, yeah. No, no. That's that's his face. So I at one time in Otemachi, yep. uh, in yep. newly opened restaurant, I had the amazing experience. It's it's a huge restaurant, packed, big restaurant, and I was so surprised that only four waiters and waitresses working. But uh, we were uh, sitting in the corner quite far from the kitchen or the counter whatever but I realized that wherever I look up one guy always pay attention to not just me mm-hmm. or us but everyone so that's the reason why the restaurant was operated by three or four waiters he's so he was so attentive you know my mom used to be a waitress really I mean not her whole life but that was one of her jobs uh-huh. And she said that being a waitress is a really difficult job mm-hmm. because in your mind, mm-hmm. you have to com- compartmentalize mm-hmm. many things mm-hmm. and each compartment in your brain has a clock to it. Mm-hmm. So you, and different, different yeah. starting times. So if you're in charge of, say, six tables, uh-huh. you have like six compartments in your head right, and you right, know, right, right. okay, I just gave them a menu, right. so they need about 10 minutes. That to table over there it. is almost finished, so I need to prepare their check. That guy, wow. the, that table over there uh, is waiting for their dinner, so mm-hmm. now I gotta push the kitchen. One guy over there has already finished his drink, so I need to go and ask him now for a drink, wow. and I also need to follow up and say, how's your food doing? So wow. it's very... Fantastic, she, she must be so good. Well, I believe she was, yeah. Why did you decide you wanted to start your own company? In official way. <laughs> Official reason is that I want to provide my training ability to more people who which company doesn't provide more training opportunity. So that the company that I have been working for has a great training program, like Hyatt or Coach or Gap, but they have great training program so that it doesn't have to be me. Right. Mm-hmm. That's my official very nice 
reasons,、okay. and the real true reason is I don't want to go to the same place every day. Oh, <laughs> makes sense. <laughs> We all know getting a great sleep is important, and this is what Gugu is all about: super comfortable mattresses at very affordable prices and delivered to your home for free. They back up their best sleep ever promise with a 100-night money-back guarantee. Learn more at gugu.jp and enter the coupon code ZEN for your discount. Gugu, better sleep, better you. Why don't more Japanese retail companies mm-hmm, mm-hmm. use commission system to incentivize their salespeople? If you say Japanese retail companies, real traditional Japanese companies, yeah, commission. Well, maybe people think this work for money is sin. A sin. Sin. In Japan. In Japan, Japanese people think that that we are working for something other than just money. So the the commission as the symbol of the the money. Money go getter、yeah. or the greater people. I see. And also, I have heard. I've never heard that before. Oh yeah, that's 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 what I was just come up with. So nobody asked me that kind of question before. But this is just an idea. Another reason is some of the people cannot be involved in the point of sales. For example, stock people、yeah. or the the visual merchandising、yeah. people or the cash. Rap people cannot be in the moment of the point of sales. That's true. So people think that it's not fair. Right. You know, being fair is a big thing in this country, which I, I know, agree. I it, you cannot be one hundred percent fair. But I'm, I'm、so、talking specifically、okay. about that store.、Mm-hmm. Like what, that that retail store has you know five six salespeople there.、Mm-hmm. When you go to Gap in the U.S.,、mm-hmm. you'll walk in there and they'll say, "Hi, my name's Bob." Yes, 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 yes. And yes, yes. just let me know if you need anything. Yeah, yeah. And if you say no, I don't. They still say, "Okay, well, when you, if you, yes, if we、yes. check out, let them know yes, that Bob, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bob waited on you or something like that, because Bob wants to get yes, Bob's yes, commission." Yes, that's that, right. That would never happen in Japan, right? That won't work. That won't work. They, I mean, Japanese people doesn't want to promote themselves to the customer because because of incentive or because of commission. Yeah, I、sure. don't know. And also in our stores,、mm-hmm. a lot of times, everybody can use the cash register,、mm-hmm. but on, especially on the weekends when it's busy,、mm-hmm. typically one person will just man the cash register, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. then everyone else will just yes, be the, yes, the yes, floor yes, sales yes. staff. So in that scenario,、mm-hmm. it's disadvantage for the person running the cash <laughs> register.、True. They、That's、don't get、true. any commissions. That's right. Yeah. Rather than having individual targets, I think that if you had a store target mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. for the week、yep. or even for the day, yeah, 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 yeah. then everybody shares.、That. So recently, a lot of retail has shifted to the individual incentive to the store incentive. Maybe it's more appropriate or more more applicable for. The younger generation, I think,、sure. they're they're less aggressive than my generation. <laughs> so, store incentive seems to be bigger than before. You get、anyway. great service in Japan. However, the level of hospitality,、mm, empowerment,、right. hospitality、mm. is a little bit lacking. People are 
afraid of making mistakes or making making wrong suggestions that make customer upset. So I think in not just in, in hospitality industry, but in Japan, try everything in Japan try to be safe, just in case is Japanese mindset right now. Just in case something wrong is happening, so they always hit only seventy five. Instead of 120. Yeah. So nobody wants to exceed the expectation. They try to be just a little below expectation. So that's safe. I know, I see it. <laughs> I see it every Which year in my company. Because mm-hmm. every year we set company targets. Mm. So we have overall company targets. Mm-hmm. And then those targets filter down to the managers mm. which filter down to the <laughs> section managers yeah, which yeah. Fil- filter down to the sales people, the marketing, yeah, yeah, yeah. etc. I have noticed uh-huh. salespeople and marketing as well tend to, how do you say in English? Kiseichi. Mm. Uh, kiseichi in English is uh, <laughs> default. <laughs> default. Mm. Their default is the risk, mm. not the opportunity. We had a sales conference in my company and I brought this up. And I said, I want everybody to set their goals、mm. to focus on the opportunity,、mm. not on the risk. Because the salespeople, they always talk about the risks.、Mm. They say, oh, the customer maybe doesn't have a budget this year, or there's a new buyer, so we don't know, <laughs> or they have too much stock,、yeah. or the last product we sold didn't sell very well. These are all the opportunities over here,、right. and the risks are over there. So let's all default.、Uh-huh. Your default should be to the、mm. opportunity, not the risk. And they're all like, well, you know, this is Japan, and we're conservative, and we're risk adverse. And I said, okay. Japanese customers are so different. It's, 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 you know, standard excuses you have heard. So I said to、sure. them, okay, I will prove to you、mm-hmm. <laughs> that you can default to the opportunity. Okay. With a show of hands、mm-hmm. here, how many of you believe that you will not? Make your bonus this year. Nobody, nobody. raised it. Nobody raised their hands, right? Of course,、okay. everybody gets bonus. So, how many of you with a raise of hands、mm-hmm. believe that you will hit your numbers perfectly?、Mm-hmm. Raise your hands. A couple people. Okay, okay. How many of you believe that you will receive a bonus this year by exceeding your targets?、Uh-huh. 90% of the room、see? raised their hands. So I told them, I said, see, you can default to the opportunity because you believe that you will hit your numbers. So when you plan your targets, default to the opportunity. Do you know the English word contingency? Seiko Hoshu.、Oh. Have you ever thought about your business to offer a contingency fee? And what I mean by that is so you need some amount of money to cover your expenses.、Mm. So you say to company A,、mm. um, I'll charge you this small amount.、Mm. However,、mm. I believe that my training is going to、mm. be so fantastic for、mm. your company、mm. that your sales are going to improve by 10%, mm. 7%, whatever、mm. it is. And when that happens, I want to cut、mm. your improvement,、mm. I don't know, a certain percentage, one, two, three percent, whatever it is. And the, the upside of that is so much. Have you ever thought about that? Actually, you are the only one who offered me contingency package in my entire life. Remember that well, very first time I worked for you? 
yeah. for the sales selling skill yeah. training in your store. I did? That, yeah, you did. You oh. did. You were the only one <laughs> who brought it up and I took it. Oh, you did? Yes, you did. I did. Oh, did it work out? <laughs> yes. Fortunately, lucky me Good. that I got the incentive. So in my case, it worked. But when it comes to the training, after, after that experience, I have studied so much and I took so many seminars and training courses and I spoke to the training gurus in the U.S. And I realized that that's something that I, the trainers shouldn't do because... Uh, you never know that only training can improve the sales. Of course. There's of other course. factors yes, involved. Yes, yes. And uh, so many other factors affect more than right. the training itself. Okay. So for the training, contingency might not work. Yeah. So I always use my experience during my trainer-trainer, saying yeah. that there are only one country manager who offered me contingency package when I deliver the training program I'm, I have no regret about it I have I, I think it was it was amazing because I I realized that I work the moment you brought it up my impression is of okay bring it on yeah, yeah I can, I can do attitude. so much better maybe yep. because of me maybe because of my personality and it mm-hmm. may not work for certain people but it worked quite well with me but yeah. after that, I realized that the training is not the only reason to give the better, better, uh, positive impact to the sales. So that I realized that I, I shouldn't do that. But yeah. that was that was amazing experience that I should Good. say. It's all I don't want to say subjective, mm-hmm. but how people take your training, mm. whether they use it, mm. use it effectively, that's mm. up to them, not mm. up to you. You mm. did your mm-hmm. job. Mm-hmm. 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 But the first step is getting the good people. Mm. So, but where are the good people? That is your question. Yeah. Wow, the retail is unpopular business right now. Unfortunately, according to the statistics. Right. The retail, hotel, I mean, uh, hospitality industry and yeah. transportation is three major unpopular industry for the younger people. So every year that the, yep. the research by recruit, I think, yep. for the, the new hires, which are the popular, who would you like to work for? Who would you like not to work for? Right. And these three industries are bottom three, unfortunately. One of the reasons I realized is that they are so afraid of having a sales score, individual sales score. It's a huge pressure, and so not many people would like to work for the sales department anymore in major corporations. So that they realize, oh, I have a norma garu. Yep. That's what they always say. Norma sales goal. Yes, sales yep. goal. But the sales goal is not a death threat. Right. <laughs> if you don't pass it, you will be uh, you will be dead. It's nothing like that. It's a goal or the target or it should be the motivation. And usually it's the goal to get an incentive. That's right. That's right. But people are so afraid of being set at the goal. Being judged so maybe? Maybe. And being Evaluated. failure. Being failure. Being failure. And being compared with others. Yeah, I know that survey that you're mm-hmm. talking about, mm-hmm. what it often cited was working on weekends, mm-hmm. long hours, mm-hmm. and low pay. Mm. All of which is true. Mm-hmm. True, yes. But a lot of the top companies that are on that list, like mm-hmm. Densu, 
Hakuhodo, <laughs> you know, a lot of these advertising low pay, they, they, work on the weekends, they, they work forever. And, and overtime until oh, the yes. morning. Oh, so yes. it's, oh, a, yes. it's a little bit um, hypocritical, I think. People might think that, oh, you're working for Densu, you might be doing something so creative. That's a you know, perception. <laughs> Excuse my laughter. <laughs> That's a perception, but the truth is that they are running around to build up uh, the you know tent for yeah. the beer tasting event. <laughs> yeah. That's what it is. Good image. That's top ten popular companies list all the time. But yeah. I always laugh at it because at the end of the day, they're not going to be any specialist. Right. They will be nobody. Of course, the company's name is huge, but they will be nobody. But they'll be proud to give out their business card. That's true. Yeah, business card. Yeah, that's true. Right. So what? So what? <laughs> is hospitality, the word hospitality, is it a simple translation of omotenashi? I hate word omotenashi. You hate it? Why? <laughs> I hate it. I hate it. Maybe because of the Tokyo Olympic promotion things that, yeah. you know, omotenashi right. demonstration done by French lady, yes. which I really hated. Why did you hate it? <laughs> she never ever worked in the industry, so she doesn't really know what really means. I see. What does but, it really mean? Uh, I mean, the word itself you don't hate. You just hated that presentation of the word. That's right. That's right. That's okay. right. That's that right. I can, I yep, can understand. Yep, but the word right. itself you don't hate, right? I think it's an amazing yeah. word, and you can use it everywhere. And it doesn't have to be limited to the, the hospital industry people, but everyone should have the spirit of omotenashi. How would you define omotenashi? Uh, in every touch point of everyone, or every time you encounter with other human being, that you can you can provide or you can you can practice it mm-hmm. to the total stranger. Just. Uh, for example, if you go to one store and the store person you don't know, and he or she doesn't know you either, but you could be friendly with him or her, okay. so that action makes the person's day a little bit brighter. Yeah. So I love I love the the concept of pay forward. Have you ever seen the movie? Of course, yes. Yeah, yeah I, I really love it. Mm-hmm. So that's that's the concept that I used to I used to use mm-hmm. for my trainers. That especially in coach, yeah. I was so passionate about this concept, and I told all my uh, people and my training team that we are not selling the purse or we are not selling the handbags. We are selling something more. We. <laughs> Basically, I told my trainers that we are selling world peace. Oh. The trainer said, oh, "What the fuck she's talking about?" And if my uh, our sales associate provide a little bit of good service or a little bit nice sense of humor or the spirit or the brighter, cheerful conversation with the person, if the person, the customer doesn't purchase anything, but the step out the store with the great spirit. Yep had the great experience maybe the person the customer do great smile give the great smile to the taxi driver and taxi oh, yeah. driver will have the great day and he or she might have the better service to the next customer right. and that goes on and on and on and eventually the world will have the amazing place and 
Okay, boss, it take forever. And yes, yes, yes. But it should start from our store. Yeah, but it's it's also a philosophy. Oh yes, yes. That's that's I I still believe it. Yeah. I still believe it. I for me, omotenashi is something like that. So I try to be the the best customer ever. Yeah. Wherever I go. Ah. <laughs> What do you think about the future of Japan? Are you optimistic? <laughs> no. You no, are not. Why no, not? I'm not. I'm not. I don't see any brighter future in this country. Aha! <laughs> You're the first person to, to tell me that on this oh, podcast. Oh, really? Yes. Really? Maybe because I'm Japanese. Maybe. Maybe, or maybe I'm I'm too sarcastic about the things like that. And more importantly, Why do you? Why I, are you pessimistic about、I've、the future? Seen, I've seen so many younger people through my training. So、okay. I have been working as a trainer for 26 years, and I have done so many senior shine kenshu, new graduate training.、Mm-hmm. So when, well, for example, 20 something years ago, the new graduates are so active, aggressive, open-minded, and、uh, they know how to have fun. Not. Among themselves, but as as a group or in organization, so they are a little bit too aggressive. Some of them are mis- mis- misbehave, but it was okay because they are still young kids、yeah. out from the college, so they don't know how to behave in an organization, which is okay, isn't I, it? I got that part yeah, of it. Yeah, so but it's it's getting、now? changing, changing. They recently, everyone, all the all the new new graduate out from the college are so smart. Crazy smart. They know everything. They, or I should say, they think they know everything because they can Google it. Right. <laughs> Whatever they have questioned, they have the best answer in their palm. But they are so closed. They only are friendly among their own people, and their own people is maybe a group of five or six people in the same age, same college, or same same. Fun group, and that's it. They don't care about other older people has done. This is by Tom Waits,、uh-huh. you know the, yeah, the, the yes, musician. Yes, 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 yes. He said, "We are buried beneath the weight of information,、mm-hmm. which is being confused、mm-hmm. with knowledge.、Mm-hmm. Quantity is being confused with abundance,、mm-hmm. and wealth with happiness."、Oh. Reminds me a little bit of what you're talking about about today's youth. So this summer, I met. A fortune teller, and she said, "My former life, I was English. That's, that's the reason why my English is good. Maybe." Wow. Do you believe in fortune telling stuff? Ah,、uh, depends. <laughs> depends. <laughs> Only if it's good news. Oh yes. <laughs> Usually, fortune teller give me the good news when I was really, really depressed. Oh, what do you get depressed about? Ha.、Huh. At that time, I was so desperate about being the fact that I, I'm I'm single, no kids, no fun. Oh my God! I what I have done, kind of mode. Oh, out of nowhere. <laughs> the fortune teller told、yeah. me that oh you have amazing life and you will have amazing life in the short. Of course, she told me so many different things, but because the moment she saw me, that she said that you are supposed to be the trainer, and you are supposed to be the teacher or trainer, 
blah blah blah. And okay. oh my god, she the moment that I I believed her. That, oh, so you didn't tell her what you did. She no, just she no, picked no, out. I, I gave her birthday and name the moment that I saw her. And okay. she, so she didn't have my Facebook account, or she just okay. didn't know who I am. <laughs> she didn't go on LinkedIn and go, oh yeah, the, those three years and eight months at Coach, uh, that really built a foundation for your own company. You should start your own company. Yeah, no, I don't know. It happens maybe once in five years or so. Did she use anything like cards or read your palm or anything like that? No, she. Ask me three things: my name, my birthday, and my birth time and location. Okay. And that's it. And you should be engaged with many different type of people and lead the people. That's that's the type of the job you are supposed to have. Right. Oh my God! And that's what I'm doing. And she said, "Oh, that's okay. So you will have a great life." Oh my God! Oh my God! And she said that you should work as long as you should. That's a success. That's the key of your success, and you will be so happy if you work longer. And I thought that I, I was plan. I am planning to work age, at least eighty-five years old. Yeah. And she said, "Wow, so you have already planned everything, and your plan is in the right direction. So you have nothing you should worry about. Ten thousand yen." Ooh. And you felt a lot better after oh, that. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> Money well spent. <laughs> yes. Oh. <laughs> uh, I'd like to ask you one question sure. that I have been knowing you quite sometimes. And I realize I always fascinate with your attitude toward work. And uh, one big thing is that you're so, so passionate and you're so optimistic or you are a big believer of your people. That's something that I see so different from some of unsuccessful country managers in Japan. Well, thank you, Things first like of all, that. for that nice compliment. I, it's not a I, compliment, but that's observation. what I see. Yeah, observation. Um, I think with me, it starts just with basic personality, mm-hmm. first of all. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm a very positive person. I default, oh, yes. I default I can, to I can, the opportunity, not to the risk. Mm-hmm. I always believe mm-hmm. that things will work out positively. Mm-hmm. Always. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they don't, but mm-hmm. most of the time, you know what? Mm-hmm. They do. Mm-hmm. They do. So I'm a positive person by nature. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Second of all, you really do have to rely on your people. When you hire people, you have to make a good decision. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, I haven't always made the best decisions all mm-hmm. the time, but mm-hmm. I'm not a micromanager either because I don't like to be micromanaged. I want my staff, I want them to be in charge of their area of expertise, of、mm. their department. I almost want them to have an entrepreneur.、Mm. Feeling or spirit to their own field.、Yep. And of course, if they need help, if they want、mm. help, they want advice,、mm-hmm. then no problem. I'm happy to give it.、Uh-huh. And I do have an opinion. But I'm also, I, I also admit that I don't know. I don't have all the answers.、Oh. So sometimes I'll be in a meeting with my people and I'll say, well, what do you think? If what they say makes sense, I go, okay, that makes sense. That's a good idea.、Mm. Let's go for that. I, I do believe in them. Yeah, I guess that's about it. Okay,、um, okay, I think we're about finished. Thank you Thank so you much. Thank you very much for having me. It was, it was great fun. It was、actually. great seeing you and cheers. Me too. Cheers. Thank you.
Thank you. And that, ladies and gentlemen, was Masako Yamamura, professional trainer extraordinaire. Very interesting to get her take on the future of Japan. I can't say I completely agree, but her perspective is certainly valid. And she also had a lot of great stories and definitely loves her gin. This was Business and Beers Japan. Thank you for listening and take care.